0: Welcome to episode 3 of the and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin.
1: And I'm a fragile Chris Madison.
0: On the show today I'm delighted to say we've got a very special guest with Irish
1: singer-songwriter Marty Moon
0: joining us to tell us all about his plans for 2020 and his new song. But first, before that, Chris, will we just get
1: straight into it again? Straight into it, said the actress to the bishop. Yeah, another week in paradise <laughs> draws to an end. Where would you like me to start this week?
0: The bit where uh, somebody ran into your truck, that would be a good start.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's always a good place to start. She has remained really impact-free all the time we've had her. However, all that came to an abrupt end on Wednesday morning, I think. We're going into Sheffield in the dark about 7 o'clock. 27 tonne of steel coils on for a, a firm in Sheffield. As you come off the m 133 I think, to come round onto Sheffield Parkway. It's two lanes on traffic lights round you go. Anyway, it suddenly became three lanes, or at least the girl that ran into me thought it became three lanes and tried to make her own out of thin air. Next news, I just felt that dreaded judder went wheel nuts are chewing somebody's car door, and she's um, she's got herself nicely wedged under my nearside wheel arch, and there's a nice shiny silver stepping bits all over the road. Oh, how dearie
0: me! And what, how is um? How was she? Was she all right? And um, or was she, like, jumping out and blaming
1: you and all that? Yeah, it's my fault. You've run into my car, she says, from in, trapped in the car, because she'd not got the gumption to shuffle across and get out the other side for a chat. But anyway, we were blocking a major roundabout, which is a hellhole at the best of the time. So I said, come on, we need to move. I'm not moving anywhere. You've hit my car. I said, well, we're going to have to move. Anyway, she, she, she just wouldn't move, so I had to ring the police, which... I don't want to do, so I've got better things to be uh, on with. But as a little chaps, any assistance you could give here would be gratefully received because we're blocking the roundabout. That I'm sure you're watching that on your cameras as we as we go on. Um, I just like it to be told to shift if you if you would. So anyway, they did. They wouldn't attend, obviously, because nobody's injured. But That's the thing, you're, you're
0: supposed to move out the way. Mm. You get accidents in the outside lane of motorways and people
1: get out and decide to have a
0: chat and exchange details and that's when
1: pile-ups mm. happen. So there are you know? all the usual commuter types blowing their horns and having a meltdown because we're in the way, but she wouldn't move. And I couldn't i couldn't explain to her that to get out from under the wheel arch, she has to basically do everything she's done, but in reverse. So I said, opposite lock. She's like, oh, I don't understand. Opposite lock left hand down and you'll get back out. And she's like, I don't know what you mean. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. So I could see alt wheel arch and diesel tank coming off next. But anyway, eventually she stopped shouting and bawling and um, she reversed out and we did the uh, obligatory photographs. And fortunately, a chap from BOC Gasses at Rotherham stopped briefly and said, chap, I saw everything. It's on dash cam. Just uh, give Fantastic. out." a Fantastic. Well, way. that's really good news then if he's yeah. got it on his dash cam. So that's ongoing. Um fortunately i only lost one job that day because i keep steps and a bumper etc painted anyway in container for spring theory being that after we've been gritted all winter i can just drop off the old step boxes bumper headlights around put the new one and then get the old ones re-sprayed and put back in you know for next time so i had to get a step bracket from f and g at barnsley ordered up and they didn't exactly rush with that, to be fair. We were four hours waiting for that coming out. But anyway, when it arrives, it's ten minutes, three bolts, bang, on, step box on, tread plate back on and off off back to work. So we'll um, we'll have to see how long and uh, what kind of a torturous, drawn-out process the insurance is because, although the damage is minimal because I want to get it back on the road and get back earning, she has put some fairly interesting scratches and marks and gouges on the bonnet corner and into the silver paint, round the headlights around. She's managed to crack that as well. So Could have been worse, could have been her car, because that's going to be a bit of a mess to sort out. But anyway, so that was a good start to the week. And, uh, right, so yeah.
0: anything else have not happened that week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> amongst, all the, amongst all the usual joy of going to Killingham twice a day, a customer, who shall remain unnamed for obvious reasons, have a new manager, a site manager, and he has decreed with immediate effect... That I'm banned from sight for excessive and dangerous speed. Um, their sight speed limit's 15 miles an hour, and I'm being escorted down to where we tip by a forklift, which will do 11 miles an hour because they're limited. Obviously, matey boy's coming to work early that day. He's heard her because as you leave their trailer park, you come down a steep slope. So Jake breaks on, and to the uninitiated, noise. Uh, Quarter past six on the morning must mean speeding. So never spoke to me, never you know, never mentioned it. My customer oh, were really? quite off with me, saying, oh, it's going to be difficult to plan work now and all this. So fortunately, having a paper tachograph still, I'm able to pull that out, had a quick and nervous look at it just to make sure. And the uh, only time that I moved, in two hours, 50 minutes, I was trapped in there. I peaked a mind-boggling and uh, jowl-shaking 18 kilometres an hour, which by my reckoning is about ooh, 11 miles to ne- miles an hour, so my customer's back on side fortunately so I'm, I'm off the naughty step um, but as for the uh, delivery point as, as we'll call them I could really do to get that one back on side as well, so it's really convenient however, if not, then I'm sure I'll get over it, but this is something that happens to haulage drivers more than companies, anybody can ring up at any time and tell your employer or your boss or versa or anybody that they choose to ring, he did this and that. Has um, finally opened my eyes to this uh, newfangled technology that's been around for the last fifteen years, called a dashcam. And our chap, Mr. Rankin here, has sent me a link for a nice, effective dashcam that he he runs. So I think maybe ten years minimum after everybody else has had a dash cam i might just go down that path now
0: yeah the one that i sent you the link to was one i'd bought off amazon because obviously there's hundreds of them mm. it's called an eight man and it was like 42 quid and you've got a hookup for it well it's if it's for a car it's got a rear-facing camera but you would be able to rig yeah. that up to the to the side as well uh yeah it is yeah. It, totally anybody can phone up and just complain about anything i've i spoke to a haulier who's doing a lot of um trunking work up and down through the roadworks um uh, uh, on the M6 through the average speed yeah. camera sections and what you would find is you'd get cars sitting in the middle the lane doing 45 miles an hour so the lorries would just sail down the inside lane and you would quite often get people phoning up and complaining that lorries are like storming down the inside but they're like well we've got the tachograph reports uh, we've got the um the dashcam footage so if you want to go and report it then go ahead and do it and you're yeah. like oh okay but uh, you've got to be you've got to be really really careful because everybody is um everybody's um got an agenda it seems these days with stuff like that I'm glad you were able to get that sorted out thanks to your um, tachograph but uh, definitely get one of those um, dash cams ordered up I am out on the road next week, I've picked up my shiny bright yellow Renault Range T-High mm. Sport Racing Edition
1: yeah, I saw that. and
0: as it, ha- as it happens I'm tipping that at Cumbernauld first thing on Monday morning and then I have to reload out of Auchinleck, and and then ultimately I'm going to be heading off down to Barnstaple in Devon, so that's going to be a good run for it.
1: Oh, that's a fair yeah. that's a fair trip out. Oh, did you say last week that this is a Virgin, it's never had a trailer on?
0: It's done 6,600 kilometres, and um, we had to grease the fifth wheel on it. It's never never been mm. under a trailer until I've got it and put a trailer on it. And oh, you're
1: breaking one in. Marvelous.
0: It seemed it seemed a bit a bit tight. Curiously, the dash was flashing up saying that the air filter was clogged. Well, it can't possibly be blocked up at that sort of mileage. So I'll just I'll see how it goes. It's maybe having a little um, a little think to itself because it's wondering what's happening. Because the truck is it's probably nearly a year old, and it's it's just been used for exhibitions and shows and things. So it may well yeah. have a little couple of. Um, glitches but uh, I've got all my stuff sitting in the living room there to go and rig the truck out because you forget, you forget how much stuff you carry in a truck from week yeah. to week so I've got all my bedding, my inverter yeah. kettle, gas stove 24 volt oven, cleaning mm-hmm. stuff workware and everything so I'm going to go and mm. buy a couple of things later on yeah. for it
1: as well It's a frightening amount of tackle you carry about I mean, there's things in mine that have been in there since the beginning of time I used to have a, one of those 12 volt or 10 inch cubic tv video contraptions when they were the way forward so i've been yeah. rummaging in, in the in the locker behind the driver's seat for something the other day and i found a load of vic reeves big night out vhs david brown bloody tracted vhs tapes i've nothing to play them on anymore they must have been in there since I, since i got it really so yeah one I of might those old
0: um, tv video things Like the combined things, they're retro now, you know. They probably they'll probably be becoming worth a bit of money to somebody.
1: That disappeared into a skip about eight years ago, and uh, the tapes must have just been down at bottom bottom of the cupboard. But I could do to do another massive cupboard uh, cupboard audit this year and just have a look what we've got because I've got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. The last time I had a proper look in upstairs cupboards when we were prattin' about um, fitting Hadleys to the roof, Um, but as you know, you reach in from Driver's position, you can just reach in. You can't reach the bottom. you have actually physically got to get up there with a the torch, and have a have a look what's in there. I've, there's probably five hundred pairs of clean socks that have been thrown in the middle one over years, and they're all in there. And I've spare jackets and all sorts up there. So that's probably why she tears off on weybridge at eight point seven. If I take all the gubbins out of there, she'll be under eight ton. Oh,
0: you're you're if you if you're going to go and um, get one of these big new. Huge cabs with uh, much bigger lockers in it and extra lockers on the back of the cab, you can mm-hmm. end up like carrying more stuff. Yeah. Surely you're not gonna transfer your David Brown uh VHS videos from the into a new truck. Somebody may buy them. Stranger, stranger things have looked, yeah, we have a
1: chap in village that'll convert your VHS to D V D for you if you're that way inclined, so I don't know. Anyway. I think I've uh, I've weaned myself off watching tractor videos at night in the last few years, thankfully, so Maybe just maybe they can go and skip.
0: That's good. Are they definitely David Brown tractor videos or definitely is it like an, an, a, Brown because you would videos, get yeah. back in the day a long time ago you would get VHS tapes that you know mm. somebody somebody had acquired from their dad and they would have no label on them and mm. they would be in a very very unassuming VHS it's a case special thing. white you know, nobody,
1: label collection. Yeah.
0: Nobody mm. nobody would ever think to watch this video.
1: No. i i assure no, I'm you i'm saying what definitely... the content of those
0: <laughs> no i'm not making any uh, claims yeah, as to what the content a... of them could be
1: <laughs> plowing match i think on one of them's a plowing match on one of them's um a talk about selectomatic gearboxes that's your lot. <laughs> um uh, all the special interest material is safely catalogued and kept in a shrine so don't, don't panic i know where that is it's, it's all right <laughs> but uh no, no. Uh, the, to be, you know, so... the ultimate thing is I need to have a proper muck out and it's going to be an interesting day. I'm going to get it all out, all of it, and I'm going to lie it out in a horseshoe shape around front at wagging. I like one of these kit reviews in commercial motor before you set off driver's kit, ADR, all that. Yes,
0: I inherited one of those kits because trucking driver used to do a cab test where they would go and get a load yeah. of props yeah. and go and fit them in a cab and they said, do you want this? And I'm like, no, I've got my own stuff. I'll go and... I'm will go i not going to go and mm. put stuff on a lorry to go and just for a laugh, I'll go and use it. I don't know what actually um, happened to all that, mm. but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much stuff is actually hiding in your truck.
1: I'll have to try and be honest it'll be first fascinating.
0: for a yeah, small yeah. truck that cab you know the, the alpha XL cab the daf mm. c f space cab it does have a huge amount of storage in it for a smaller cab that does, overhead yeah. lockers the overhead lockers on it are bigger than in that range t yeah you know, there's more kind of volume in them, so yeah that'll be an adventure when it's a decent day um, yeah if I make before. an
1: announcement I'm going to do it there'll be 300 Facebook friends will be waiting with bated breath to see the stuff that comes out and, and gets arranged around that they'll be expecting gimp masks and egg whisks I think but it might be disappointed. it might be spare starter motor and uh, intercooler hose clips mm, I have calmed down somewhat these last years <laughs>
0: What I was going to mention was I spent all of last week in the office doing a bit of truck and driver stuff, a bit of prep, and what I noted was one of the um, emails that dropped through the inbox was about the Direct Vision Standard, yeah. which is coming in in London on the 26th of October, and that's a brigade camera systems. They've made a PDF brochure which was free with commercial motor, and you can also download it off their website, which tells you all about Direct Vision Standard. And what I'd kind of like been sort of like not paying attention to it, but I actually read this brochure and I was like, oh my God, this is like serious and there's major, potentially major implications for just anybody that runs a truck because from the 26th of October, you have to have a permit for your truck and if it doesn't mm-hmm. conform to the direct vision standard, you have to have had fitted stuff and had a certificate made so it is yeah. safe.
1: But yeah. If
0: you step basically anywhere inside the M25 you'll be fined £550 and £130 for your driver if you have not got a permit for your truck. So you could go and yeah. buy a 70-plate Mercedes Iconic with all the cameras on it, and if you don't have a permit and drive it into Sutton, where the trucking driver head offices are, you'll be fined that amount of money. So you basically you need to contact your manufacturer and get a permit for your vehicle, and basically i would say to i would recommend to anybody that's going near london and thinks it might be just go and sign up and get a permit for everything that you've got
1: mm. it's
0: quite a it's quite alarming it's, really because
1: there's no it's ridiculous the star rating system is from is it 0 to 5 mm-hmm. 5 will be full fours gold spec cameras everywhere blah 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 i get that but even if your new vehicle or your old vehicle as a rating of not, you still need a permit to say you've got a not-rated vehicle, and then you can go in. You've only got but so many years. Have you a couple of years? You can go in. And if you've
0: got a zero, if you've got a zero-rated vehicle, you need to make some additions to it. You need to put stickers on it and a near-side camera and make sure you've got the kerb side and the wind,
1: yeah, the, yeah, the front it.
0: view that's view it, yeah. mirror on
1: it. But you still don't is, get upgraded, do you?
0: No, you still don't get upgraded. You're still zero rated, but you have yeah. a certificate to say that you've done this stuff. It. It's, it's the whole of Greater London, which means you'll have guys who think, this doesn't occur to me, and then they go and do a delivery at Heathrow. So you're just inside yeah. the M25, and that's when you'll get caught out with it. And I think it's yeah. also going to catch out, people. If you, like, if you go and get a hired-in truck and the truck doesn't have a permit on it, then you'll get fined, because everything needs to have one. And this is where they're going to be... They are going to make so much money out of this by catching people out. Because how are your Weberers and all these other... The foreign hauliers going to know anything about this? It's all done by ANPR. And I don't know if they've got the figure of £550 as well. It's like, they came up with how about 500 and somebody's going, ah, don't be shy, stick another 50 quid on it. So it, can, it could really be devastating for a lot of people. And it's easy to say, don't go to London. But a lot of companies round about the south of England, London is where all their work is, it's easier the further north you go to say, I'm never going there but companies have got to run in and out and if you're FAR's gold accredited um, and you drive in you don't have your direct vision standard permit, it doesn't count for anything, it means you're getting fined £680 in total, so I just wanted to mention that today on the podcast and I'm going to go and post a link to it uh, with the website post of the yeah. pod, this episode as well, and I'll probably return to it uh, at a later date as well because it was the first time I'd looked at it, and it's quite, it's really, it's cynical the way the way that it's um, been organised. It's um, and this yeah, latest basically,
1: fundraising exercise then of Mr. Khan kicks in on the twenty sixth of October this year, does it?
0: That's right. Yes, 2020, in 2020 comes yeah. In yeah. and you have to get you have to go and find out the star rating of your vehicle and um, yeah. make sure that you've got the permit. I mean, I would say you know. If it's a big company, you've got 300 trucks in the road, then you're going to have to get a permit for 300 trucks. And I would recommend to anybody to get permits for every single one you can because it's free to do it. But obviously, yeah. you know, flood their system. Mm.
1: <laughs> there is, as you said previously there, there is a massive backlash all across social media. It'll get to a point where people are going to ring up for a, you know, for a load, ticket into London, and enough people are going to say, yeah, we'll go, but it's going to be a grand. Yeah, yeah, I going to be so some, I think it
0: has to be more expensive to, be to take stuff into London. You've got you've got to go and charge yeah. extra to go and do it. And, and I hope I hope it does, because there's no there's absolutely no carrots in amongst any of this to kinda of motivate no. hollyers to give them no. a hand. It's constantly getting beaten with a stick and mm. there's never any well, I've never noticed there's never any media or schemes or anything to say to vulnerable road users to educate them. No. So much as well. It's the vast, vast majority of it is um, uh, beating the haulage industry over the head. And when people have already signed and invested so much in going for fours and clocks and investing in Euro 6 vehicles, yeah. to have this layer of direct vision standard on top, which has been designed so it's so easy to catch people out.
1: Yeah.
0: It's uh, quite, yeah. yes. Uh, anybody listening, just be very aware of this and look into it now while there's still plenty, of, yeah. plenty of time. <laughs> On the show today, I'm delighted to say we've got a very special guest with Irish singer-songwriter Marty Moon joining us, who will be familiar to a lot of you from his uh, greatest hits Hit the Diff, Slip the Clutch and Better Than a Dream just like to say hello marty and how are you doing hello doggy how are you doing how's things uh good thank you the podcast is uh we a really good result uh, for the first couple of episodes with some really good feedback on it and you are our first special guest oh so brilliant oh, that's brilliant that's good to hear so basically um how was 2019 for you because um, we met you uh, a couple of occasions at some of the big events at the time you'd also um you know, so
2: just put your Scania on the road. That's right. Yeah. So it, it was a very busy year
0: between everything. Yeah, a lot of truck
2: shows, a lot of gigs, and uh, a lot of moving about, a lot of miles involved, a lot of travelling about, yeah, meeting the shows they'd be big crowds. So it, it was great to meet so many people. So it was brilliant. That's what it was. You know. So it's uh, you know it's all this interesting to get in different areas of the country and meeting so many people. And I notice no matter where you go, to so many other areas you need to get there. You know. So it's still on my list. To get to other areas this year, hopefully, you know.
0: Ah, oh, well, I notice you—you've got a very um diverse fan base. Um, whenever I've seen you talking to the fans, you've got uh, people wanting you to, like um, uh, sign the newborn baby. Um, you've got old age pensioners and even um, uh, Alsatians and things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: New babies and. There was a, we actually got photos sent in of actually dogs and all and sitting in the lorry, uh, fans with the music as well. So you're right, there is a lot of a mix, a big mix, which is brilliant because it leaves it more interest and yeah, it happens in so much of a different category of fans. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Now, um, your first big song, um, your big hit to kick you off was Hit The Deaf. That's right. Which was a rather unconventional bit of subject matter in that it was a song about tractors. Can you tell us a bit about um, how that came about? So how
2: that came about was uh, I started driving when I was pretty young around the uncle's agricultural contracting business, just very young. And I was playing guitar at the time. And I started the gig and worked full-time when I was about 15. And uh, I just kept playing music every weekend and driving all week. And eventually then when I was about the age of 30, I'd done that for nearly 20 years, and then when I was about the age of 30, I decided to write a song about my job. And uh, while I was on the tractor and driving the lorries, I come up with the idea of Hit the Diff. So the first line was, give me a yoke with plenty of poke that come into my head. And I says, I will write a song around that line. So during the year before I done Hit the Diff, I started to take photographs off my job. And there's a few photographs in it of me driving when I was very young and, like, on horses and saddle tractors and stuff. So it's uh, pretty, pretty interesting. But I only put it up for the crack for a few local people. And when I put it up on YouTube, so I recorded, it took two, two summers to get all the photos I needed. And then when I did put it out, it, it just took off. And the second I hit that enter button on the computer, that was it. Life was changed and we yeah, way it went, yeah.
0: Now, when I spoke to you at, um, Peterborough last year at Truckfest, that video had about 9 million views on YouTube. What's it up to now? It's at 9 million,
2: 9.7 million. So we're actually coming up to the 10 million uh, mark now very soon. So we are thinking maybe we might even do maybe another release of it or something for the... That's five years ago. So, yeah, it's hitting. It's going to soon be hitting 10 million. So uh, that's going to be interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's some result for a song that you just wrote for The Crack. But I think what the key to it has been is um, that you've managed to lock into a culture that nobody covers or writes about or anything like that. There's, like, so many people involved in agriculture and trucking. And obviously those two things cross over a lot in Ireland. And nobody's nobody really has managed to really hit that hit that spot. So you've given the people something that they, um, you know, you've given a lot of people something that's never been covered by anybody before.
2: Well, I think that is true. And the fact I wrote it from a driver's experience, uh, anybody that, that I meet will say to you, you must be a driver, because they knew that what I was talking about in the song wasn't just made up or a bit of crack. And the song, the song's kind of funny and serious at the same time, because the driving world is, you know, in the trucks and that, some mad stuff actually happens. And they... Uh, it's a kind of, because because the people was laughing at the song, I was nearly laughing because it's actually true, the stuff I'm writing about not seeing the woman until Christmas because you're away driving all the time and all these kind of funny scenes in the song is actually true. As the saying goes, you know about, and I noticed that because I know about, I can have a conversation with a fan about a tractor or a lorry, you know, mechanical parts and all this. So it's actually, the fans really love when it's real, you know, they really love real these days, especially with all the internet and, you know, they love real. It used to be, make up videos, but now they want real. So that's why I think they like it, you know. So it's great it's great, it's
0: great. It came up next what came next? Was it better than a dream or slip the clutch that came next? What came
2: next was uh, because the song went went so big, uh, everybody kept saying oh one hit wonder you'll never hear that fella again. You know it I wrote in my bedroom, recorded it myself in my bedroom. You know it happens to a lot of people you get a song. So I knew the pressure was on. So I says I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one better. I'm gonna put out another song to try to match hit the diff and do an album fully penned album myself. And I wrote Better Than a Dream as in to have a. I tried to write different types of songs and I actually wrote it short notice here just before the album was finished and acoustic guitar and I put it together f- more for the four stance kind of thing and it actually worked. So Better Than a Dream didn't work but it wasn't really found after the album went out and the album went out with Hit the Diff and Slip the Clutch on it. So I wrote Slip the Clutch and I realized it had a big fan base in all over the UK, all over Ireland, you know, pretty much all over the place and uh, so when we do done Slip the Clutch. But you believe it's actually doing equally as well as Hit The Diff, but Hit The Diff went that big that it'll always overshadow every other song to a point with the media. But Hit The Diff or Slip The Clutch is getting the same amount of views and streams, if not more, every week, you know. So it's, it's a big song in the trucking community, you know, so... Uh, it it came out is, on the album, it yeah. It came out with Battle and the Dream on the album, so the whole album sort of hits at one time, you know.
0: It is you. You cannot go to a truck show anywhere in the UK or Ireland without hearing that song several times. I, I think some people just put it on repeat and play it the whole weekend, which can be uh, not good for some people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I I likened it to Ireland's version of Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reid, and I don't think I can pay it any higher compliment than that.
2: That's 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 uh, that's good, yeah. Because I do notice that. Writing the truck songs, one thing, but being actually in the convoy and Jerry Reed in smoking the band and all, they were actually driving the trucks and then they were actually singing the songs. So that that I think is what the fans really like, uh, you know, sort of driving around with a guitar line in the bed of the bunk of the lorry, you know.
0: Definitely. Now coming up for now, well, one of the biggest things uh, that happened for you in 2019 was you bought your own tour truck. That's right. Yes, and it's obviously the definitive Irish truck, a Ford 2 Scania. Uh, Highline V8. Can you tell us a bit about the truck and how that came about, and what that what difference that's made to you? Yes, because uh, when it, when
2: it hit the day of come out, I sort of quit driving for a while. I sort of was working full time at Gigan, and uh, I had another lorry, the big bull nose, which everybody sort of loves. But that's a fellow called Thomas Monum's that lorry, and uh, we just took a photo with it. it. Was the same name in the headboard. It was a bit of crack, not thinking slip the Touch is going to go so big either. And boom, the, the, the lorry is now known actually everywhere. Thomas nearly can't take the lorry to England or anywhere because <laughs> he's just tortured in the shops and people are running after and that. So it's actually brilliant. So later on then, because I used that lorry, it's very hard to do a second video, you know, with that lorry in this. When you go to shows, it's hard to get the lorry off Thomas. Thomas is working or that. So I decided then, it was a big gamble basis. I'm going to get back to the truck and I'm going to buy my own truck. And as I said, I went down to the local garage of McAvaney Motors here, the Scania dealer, and there was a, an O'Toole's truck from Ireland, sitting. it was blue at the time, sitting at the gate, and it was, yeah, it was 06, and it was a three-pedal Opticruise cruise lorry, and we decided then, I, it was a good lorry, and we decided to buy it, and we put actually a, a gear lever into it, and sprayed it with colours, and all year you'd landed into the shows, and with the side pipes on it, and the fans just absolutely loved it. So it was definitely a good move. It was definitely a good move, you know. So And it's comfortable. Saves hotels sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. And the fact that, you know, an automatic truck's been converted to a manual, that's something that we definitely approve of on Truck & Driver. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. So it, it's, it's, it's just that nicer nicer feel, having control over what revs are changing
0: at. <laughs> For sure. Right. Now, as we moved into 2020, there's a lot of um, coverage on social media and things, because I believe you have got uh, a quite spectacular tour lined up for the spring where you're heading about as far afield as you can possibly go.
2: Yes, uh, heading out to Australia and New Zealand, yes.
0: Now, of course, it, I mean, these are places that have got big trucking and farming communities as well. So how did that um, how did that come about? There must have been a lot of organising involved to put this together. Yeah, that is a funny... Uh
2: uh, situation, I suppose, there was a, uh, I
0: think it's an Irish lad was working out
2: there driving a self-appell Harvester in New Zealand and uh, he was in the bar one night and he, a few beers and he banged the bar and he says, they were talking about organising an event and he banged the bar he says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to get Marty Moan over here and everybody laughed and so with the drinking him he says, I'm sending an email here, I'm going to get, so he got on to Alison which is doing a bit of managing, uh, you know, she manages me, she does the work in the book and she goes, yeah, she, we don't say no to nothing, so she said, no problem give me more d- details and we'll have to look in because we knew the visa crack and all but he didn't think of visas so then lucky enough there was another fella in, U- in New Zealand that used to work with management bands and he got involved and then they realized after a laughing at it for a minute then they realized a few days later this could actually work so that's actually how it happened and uh, I did go over last year to New Zealand that's actually how it started it started
0: as a bit of fun and it just rocket launched into something massive you know. So these are these um, like specific concert events are you doing some shows sort of thing as well I don't know what the kind of truck scene sort of show circuits like in Australia and New Zealand because obviously there's multiple things on every single weekend during the spring and summer in the UK and Ireland now.
2: Yes well in Australia and New Zealand it's pretty much just venues actually proper tickets on the door proper gig and venues so it's not so much shows out there yet but there is a lot of opportunities for that which we're trying to and while it, while it was out there, I shot a, a good bit of the video with Australian and New Zealand trucks for the new video, which is actually pretty cool. So it, it gives you a good insight to how they do things out there with the more eight-wheeler drag brush kind of thing, more so than the 40-foot artics which is cool so it's, it's giving a good insight so so to get the new sound, it's going to just come out before the Australian tour which the whole thing's working very well together you know and Australians are in it and the New Zealand people you know the UK people the Irish people so it's a good mix you know so it's brilliant you know.
0: And that's really good the, the thing about Australia and New Zealand is you've got this unique mix of European trucks and also American things so you've got Kenworths you've got Volvos and Scania's all working together and um, we've been lucky that we've got Paulo Callahan. Um, Your fellow countryman working for us on Team Trucking Driver, and he supplies us an update every month, and it's really fascinating to get that insight into uh, the different vehicles and the work that they do out there because it makes our lorries look like uh, matchbox toys. The stuff that they've got,
2: yeah. Well, they do in the video, you're going to notice some very old American style lorries, which is very cool. These these are pretty American kind of built, yeah, but. Like you said, there's a couple of clips in the, in the video that you're going to see that's Scania and Volvos and Mans and Daffloris, all kinds of... Any photons? Yeah, there's a wee bit of Everton, Fodens, Everton. And they do actually have everything. And like that, you wouldn't... Some, one minute you think you're in Ireland or UK, and then the next minute you're, you think you're in the middle of the and, you know, you know, Australia or across in America. You wouldn't know where you were when you see the trucks because, they're, they, like you said, they're so different and so like home and then the next one you see is so different. So it is, that's what it was amazing me about it. But so I try to capture that in the new video, you know. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what people fit a cop, which is in, in New Zealand, which is in
0: uh, the UK and Ireland, <laughs> you know, when it comes out. Now, the new song, You Are Official. Now, we're recording this on Sunday afternoon, and I believe the unveiling of the song name is tonight. That's right, yes. Right, so we don't release this to Wednesday, so you can tell us it now, but. I mean, the song, the video is being released on Sunday the 10th of February, I believe. That's right. The big unveiling, and that'll be on
2: YouTube, is it? So it'll be, yeah, that's Monday, Monday the 10th, which it's going to actually drop, the song's going to drop on the 9th, no, the 10th, in, in, it, which is going to be 11 o'clock with us on Sunday morning. It's going to drop in New Zealand, first, then Australia, oh. then through Europe. So it drops on the, at 12 o'clock on the 10th. Listener's time, yeah, 12 o'clock at night or so 12 o'clock in the morning listeners time So that means we're gonna actually be talking about it. That's what happened with Hit the different 1 oh, Everybody in, in Australia sent it back to Ireland because it went up at night time So that's what's gonna happen there. So yeah, so the song is gonna come out. So the, Releasing the song which is called Truck and Road. Truck and,
0: roll. Truck there and there Road. Truck and Road. yeah there was There were a lot of people having a guess at what the name of it was and when we saw it, Truck and uh, oh, yeah. a few people got it I didn't even cop that it could have
2: went down the road of truck and driver and then I laughed when I when I actually seen comments on uh, yourself I was like that is actually weird I never thought of even you know but it, it was people laughing and joking about different names and then even though they could see truck and they were still coming up with something that started with something completely different they weren't even <laughs> you know but yeah so it's truck and roll yeah so uh, that's actually one of the, the, the lines in the chorus yeah so uh, truck and roll it just seems a good ring and it's You could put it in t-shirts and you could write it across the windscreen of a lorry and you can you know so it's all these definitely
0: you'll have people coming up to you who've got that tattooed right across their back yeah
2: tattoos exactly yeah you could so when you're writing when you're giving the sound name you have to think of all them situations so when I was thinking of it, I was like thinking of something that could go everywhere, you know. So
0: the song, the song comes out then. Then you're off to um, Australia. Are you? Is the song a standalone release? Have you got um, any other songs on an album in the pipeline?
2: I have. I've actually, I've actually ninety percent of the album recorded. So I've, I, I'm, I might even put out a couple of covers. I'm not even sure. I, I never done any covers yet. I do covers in, in the live performance, but I never released any covers. So I have another couple of a uh, another couple of pretty upbeat tunes. And what we're going to do is just release them right through this year. So this year is a pretty busy year between the Australian Tour... New truck song coming out and then a list of other songs, maybe a couple of covers. So between releasing songs and touring, it's going to be I don't even know where I'm gonna get the time to fit it all in, but we're gonna try it. So this year hopefully it's gonna be pretty hectic, you know, pretty pretty live and pretty pretty moving, you know. So there is there is an album on the way. Whether I get it out for this Christmas coming, I don't know.
0: Have you ever done a Christmas tune? I didn't, which I'd love to but Oh well there you go then, you know, that's could be the thing for 2020 as well. we'll get something festive It's it's, it's, it's on the to do list. No, just never get around it. <laughs> Santa drives a scandal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I was kind of racking my brains. I was coming up the road. yet, yeah. I've picked a lorry up because I'm out on the road next week. And I was racking my brains about some uh, song titles for you. To to inspire you, yeah, yeah, because I was thinking it yeah, Chris is a. Um, do you think it's the curse of the podcast, Chris? Because ever since you've started doing this, it's been complete mayhem for you on the roads every week.
1: Yeah, wherever I go now, I've got the black mark. So yeah, I blame you completely for this. Whatever I uh, <laughs> whatever I touch at the minute seems to fall to bits in my hands. So uh, it's it's all down to Doogie. So now you've been on here, you're doomed.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, it makes for fantastic podcast oh, um, for yeah, well, uh, content. You know. Yeah, there may be bits getting knocked off your lorry here and there, and you may be getting um, banned off sites by crazy transport managers, but ultimately it's good um, podcast content, and you never know, it might inspire Marty to write a song about it. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I think there would be a lot of bleeps in it, to be fair.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, you've been to see Marty a couple of times, haven't you, Chris? Is your daughter not?
1: Yeah, he uh, he, uh, played a gig up in Hull a couple of years ago in summer. Obviously, my eldest, Lucy, she's... uh, Young Farmers Club, mental, and he's um, a bit of a legend amongst young farmers, obviously, if you're going to write you know, a song about tractors and hardcore hishing on. So, um, she wanted to go for a birthday up to Hull, so we uh, we had a jog up to Hull to that remarkably dark place. That's was right, it? yeah, that's it's right. A comedy <laughs> Den or something, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a creepy black place, that wasn't it? It was a hell of a gig, though.
2: It was, it was a good night, and uh, I remember talking to you, and it was, it, was a, it was a very weird gig, but a very good night, and uh, I have you to know, say
1: it. You- it is, a, it is a brilliant it was a brilliant night are you uh, are you coming back over this way any time in the, in the near future
2: yes we're actually working on a tour at the minute so we, as I said there we started with Australia and New Zealand so we're, yeah. and we're getting the song released doing that and while I'm at that uh, Alison and uh, Jules also uh, is going to be working
1: on a tour I don't think you have any worries about uh, filling venues over here have you so
2: no it's good the, the, the family is flyer. brilliant yeah, yeah it's and I really enjoy it it's in the crack it's
1: brilliant have you ever considered going to one at farm at Young Farmers AGMs? I mean, I realise AGM as it's always been has been cancelled by the higher ups because of some outrageous behaviour in Blackpool a couple of years ago. But there is an alternative Young Farmers AGM now run by uh, Farmers Guardian, I believe, and that's quite a big deal. There's you know there's still ten thousand of them get together.
2: Yeah, I, I would really love to. And there uh, there was a couple of uh, quests like, for us to go over, but unfortunately it's very hard to get it to work out that I wasn't playing somewhere else and the few times and we, we hope to definitely because the nights be very big here I hear they're very big pretty, pretty mad so I would love that, and that's what I'm really trying to get organised that everything's falling into place that when I'm over yeah. that you're getting the like of them and other shows as well
1: and are you playing at any of the big shows in Ireland this year like uh, Dweller and uh, Full of the Pipe and, and Waterford
2: uh, Full of the Pipe is definitely in uh, there's talk about Dudhams as well as I said so it depends on where the tours fall but definitely Full yeah. of the Pipe And then I will do, there's other, so trucks, yeah, so there'll be other bits of shows, and then like the Balmoral show up in Belfast, which is on the more agricultural Mm -hmm. and the plowing championships, which is pretty big, a lot of people go to like that, so we are going to mix it up, and uh, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely.
1: Oh, we'll get you a beer in the fridge for a full of the pipe, then you can come round and watch as another bit of Foden falls off. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you just time it right, you'll be there just as something else drops off, so that'll be great.
2: Yeah, so that's brilliant, yeah, so hopefully it'll be good. Meeting up at the Full of the Pipe, I know,
1: that's yeah. uh, definitely you. coming over to that one?
0: Uh, I'm going to Full of the Pipe, yeah, I'm just kind of working out. I wouldn't have been bringing my truck over, um, and I was concerned about the cost, but somebody told me that Derry Brothers did a really good deal in the ferry.
1: Yeah, that's what we're um, waiting for now for him to announce the rates. I mean, I, I can't remember who we use normally for agents, but the, is it. Kevin Mulqueen, he said to wait on a bit and wait till Derry's announced the reduced rates for uh, show traffic.
0: I'll bet it one way or the other. I was at it two years ago when I was still driving full time and I had the Stralis at it um, and I stayed I stayed at um, Paul's last year which was um, handy but it's not the same if you're not staying in amongst the show because I went away and then I came back when it was dark to take photos and then went away again but if you're right in amongst it all having a beer and soaking up the atmosphere it's um, much better. Well, um, marty um, if anybody wants to go and find your music um beyond obviously we can just type marty moon into facebook um where's the best place to get your music if we want to buy the albums or merchandise or things online yeah so the
2: website is actually uh marty moon music yeah and then we well, online i 'm on, on the all i 'm on spotify for say streaming and that uh, uh, apple music and itunes i don't know it's all mashing but so yeah you can buy them and all them uh so i'm on the instagram as well so it's it's marty moan all the platforms are say for social media is marty moan and then at marty moan music you know it's the sort of username even for snapchat it's at marty moan music so the website is all merchandise and all lots of different stuff t-shirts coats hats whatever pens all kinds of stuff on it uh and then uh, the dates are in it as well and uh and YouTube, of course, which is the the big one that all it seems to be getting the, uh, the, all the video traffic. So it's uh, brilliant. So, yeah. So And the new video has a touch of uh, the smoking the Bandit film. So the, the snowman and the bandit's in it with the car. And uh, there's a lot of smoke and a lot of tires burnt off in the middle of it. So <laughs> there's a lot of crack at that. So the, the new video has a big storyline, you know, so... Uh, you will be free to get that this, the new song on all them platforms, the whole lot of them, and all the social media platforms. Even TikTok, we joined up to there lately, so it seems to be the new craze.
0: <laughs> that does done it, yeah, um, yeah. That's like all the kids are on TikTok, aren't now? It's a video p- profile. I, to be honest, I I was showing my age at work because I had to go in and do Instagram training. I had to get shown how to use Instagram properly at work.
2: And I was like, oh. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's an ongoing job, training
0: for it all. <laughs> well, I was going to mention because I had come up, I was kind of thinking, I was like, so, song title suggestions for Marty to write about. What are, You know, you get born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. You could do Find by the DVSA.
2: <laughs> That That would definitely go, that would definitely work.
0: <laughs> a Lonely Night in Todd Hills. There's another one. <laughs> ah, brilliant. M- magnetic, magnetic love. <laughs> Topical. And, and of course, yeah, the, the the Ballad of the Silver Foden as well, you know. You maybe want to hold off on that because there's probably a lot more adventures going to be coming up with that in the next few weeks when, you know, yeah. it gets hit by a meteorite or something. Or...
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, they say it comes in threes. I think I've had three now, so hopefully we're done. Yes, uh,
0: o- onwards and upwards, aye. Cool. Well, I'd like to say thank you so much for coming on the show, Marty. Um, we will be looking out for the song next weekend and we'll be reposting it over all our social media channels. And yeah, I'd like to wish you all the best for 2020 and I'm sure we will be catching up with you in person at some of the events over the summer.
2: Yeah, that's brilliant. And uh, yeah, thanks very much. And I'm looking forward to getting out to see whatever we thinks. So... The, the, the song is a whole line of my whole life on the road it's nearly like behind the scenes footage of on the road with all different types of trucks so when it does come out uh, I'm looking forward to everybody make sure to give us your feedback so thanks very much and uh, I really appreciate that
0: Fantastic right I will catch up with you soon cheers Marty bye bye thank you
2: very much see you Dougie
1: and Chris thank you see you in the summer
3: slip the clutch in the bald nose truck I'm heading for the boat well I never say goodbye to the woman this time and I left for a note well, I'm up three steps in heaven Well, on the highway to hell And I know it'll be a while before I say goodbye Because I know you're looking well hey! It was just my luck to be given a truck With a naked of a load And vice versa, a hammer and adjustable spanner And a roaring V at stone The tachograph was turning black As I passed the London we one eye on the road and the other on the phone Took a selfie passing by All chains and cranes and roads and lanes And slurrying money by the tonne Blowing their horn loud, through the towns And starting to run their run Hauling wood and grub on the stubble dry top As the road was rubbing the flaps Well, it was a good laugh to a broke a half shaft And busted the gearbox 50 done plus and 40 foot behind 24-7 on the 0 and 9 And baby, I'm coming Flipped and the bald-nosed truck I'm heading for the boat Well, I never say goodbye to the woman this time And I left for a note Well, the am up three steps in heaven Well, on the highway to hell Night hauling for the council with air bikes bouncing, the tipping ram still up. Had to tip the load while still on the go, cause I hadn't got time to stop hauling mail and grain up boats and trains and island bikes and drink and driving like hell instead of self-appell and hoping she do not see If your luck runs I come home on the bounce and get hampton boots, buy a loaf and a feed coat and 20 laps for the roof. Forty foot behind, twenty four seven on the O and nine, and baby, I'm coming back to you. Oh. Slip the clutch and the pedal, those not stop. When the limit diffused, didn't melt When a woman rang and said sorry tang But you know I met someone else With two chrome stacks Roaring up the back On the bang flat out in top My only fear in a an steer Would it get her stopped at that dock? Right oh honey Got the hammer to the floor And if that's your 20 That's a big 10-4 But baby I'm still coming back to you oh. Slipped the Dutch in the button, no stop I'm heading for the phone Well Say Goodbye to the woman this time and I ain't left for oh, no Well the M up three steps in heaven Well on the high
0: To the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.